Well, hello everybody and welcome to Time and Attention, the podcast dedicated to helping you become a better, more intentional human being. That jazz music is playing once again, and that means it's time for another episode. I'm the host of the show, Chris Bailey. This is episode number 79, Caffeine Vehicles. I'm so excited. I also wish this could be a video podcast sometimes so people Why? could see your arm flourishes what? when you do the intro. <laughs> Like you're doing a magic show. <laughs> yes, yes. A, a discount magic show. Yeah. Yeah. No, a very sophisticated magic show. Is, yeah. is there such a thing? Probably. Probably. Yeah. I mean, you are kind of into magic. Uh, well, I was as a teenager. <laughs> On one of our very yeah. first, like, early, early dates, um, you showed me your magic tricks. Yeah. And I'm still here. That so. I still had as a teenager. Yeah. And yeah. You if, were not a teenager when we met, to be clear. No. <laughs> no, but I bought those as a as yeah. a young teenager. And now I, I feel like a, a kid in a candy store because I used to not be able to like ex- afford any of these magic tricks. So I'd always look with wonder at the magic shop uh, and think, oh, how is that done? I wish I could pay just like $20 to figure out the secret for that. And now... All, the magic is gone because I know how everything is done. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. Magic stops being magic once you know how it's done. It's weird how that's the case. You know what else is kind of magic? Caffeine. Green tea. Oh. Yes. We are talking about caffeine vehicles today. Uh, and I think there's a lot of different angles to come at caffeine from. You know, there's how much, uh, how healthy something is. There's... Uh, whether or not we experience a big caffeine crash afterwards, there's the flavor, but or there, there's the caffeine amount too. But today we are looking at one thing and one thing only. We are analyzing all the different sources of caffeine today in like 20, 30 minutes, but based on one thing, and that one thing is energy. Nice. So what do you mean by energy? Yeah, I, I think it kind of accommodates. Most of us use caffeine to energize us for the day. And there's often some health benefits too that are secondary to that. The, the fact that there's no caffeine crash, that will definitely be uh, beneficial. Whether the caffeine is longer lasting uh, as well. So whether you get a consistent, strong boost from something. Uh, and whether it, it is less likely to make you anxious. And so it makes you more focused as well. Um, you know, one one thing to note about caffeine is uh, caffeine, it increases how much adrenaline and cortisol your body produces. So it, it's basically liquid stress, but that stress forces you to mobilize for what's in front of you. But there's actually caffeine vehicles that uh, produce less of that stress response. Yeah. I, I think this is something I'm very thoughtful about with how I consume caffeine. I'll be very clear. I don't drink caffeine every day. Um, because that allows me to use it very intentionally. I can use it really just when I need a kind of focus boost or an energy boost rather than kind of needing it to just maintain my daily functioning, which I think <laughs> a lot of people have that kind of relationship with caffeine. And we've fallen into that relationship before too. It's, oh, it's yeah. not as if we're, you know... Oh, uh, we're, no, we're not superhuman. Like I have had well, this problem. That, speak for yourself, <laughs> you know? Okay, well, I'm not superhuman yeah. and I've definitely had... <laughs> I mean, periods of my life where I was really overdoing it with caffeine and drinking it every single day to a point where I kind of needed it to just feel 
kind of a baseline. Yeah. Um, we've talked about this a lot actually in the past. And I think we did actually talk about kind of cutting out caffeine and a kind of caffeine detox is what yeah. we called it. Well, resetting the Reset. caffeine tolerance. Yeah. Uh, episode number 21, if you want to go back mm-hmm. and listen to that. Episode number 12 is drinking caffeine intentionally, which you were uh, just riffing on too. Yeah. And so I think having done more, I think I've done more than one caffeine reset yeah. at different periods when I've noticed it kind of creeping into every single day. Um, and then those resets though have allowed me to become more intentional with how I drink caffeine. And now I've settled, I think in the last couple of years, I've been mostly drinking it every few, like every other day, maybe yeah. every few days. Yeah. It's nice to actually get a, a hit from it. Yeah. Not a hit, and, a, a boost. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I can use it on the days when I'm, I really want to focus on a paper or I really want to focus on my code. It's, it's very, it's kind of like a productivity boost rather yeah. than, yeah, it's really just rather than making it your baseline, I think is the, is the distinction here. And I think the key there is we adjust to how much caffeine, there, there's chemical mechanisms in our brain that adjust to how much caffeine we consume. So if we consume the same every single day, uh, our body compensates so that we need that amount of caffeine just to function in normal society once again. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that is something to keep in mind. But at the same time that we need that caffeine to function, our body also gets that cortisol, uh, the stress hormone, and that adrenaline response. And so that causes chronic stress too. So uh, something to keep in mind. And there's also you know other things that are often added to caffeine, you know, kind of coupled with caffeine. There's sugar often. There's, of course, milk. We yeah. Had, we had decaf lattes this morning. Um, there's uh, oat also, milk lattes. Oh yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah nice uh, oat milk latte. But there's you know artificial sweeteners a lot of the time, like aspartame and mm-hmm. the that weird new Coca Cola with coffee that I think oh, is man. only in Canada. I don't know. Every yeah. time I see the ads for that, I just think. Man, like, who is this targeted to? But I, I, I mean, I do see it. A lot of academics drink a lot of Coke. Just crushing one Coke after another? I mean, it, uh, maybe it's an economics thing, but so many of my professors- Weird economists. Come to class and they'll drink one or two Cokes. And instead of a coffee, I think there's just this, I don't know, there's this whole wave of economists who just drink a lot of Coke. <laughs> and, um, and no judgment mm-hmm. to you oh, yeah, if, not at if all. that's your preferred caffeine vehicle. But I mean, it's delicious. Well, it is, but there's also <laughs> a lot of stuff that comes along with it. Uh, so there's kind of the caffeine plus sugar combinations. You know, it's not the best for a few mm. reasons. Not only do you get that, because you always come down, right? After yeah. that caffeine high, the higher you rise, the the harder you hit the ground later on in, in the day. Uh, there's the caffeine plus sugar, which, you know, you get the sugar crash as well. Yeah. If you, if you want to crash, it's, it's actually not a bad idea for adjusting to a new time zone so you can mm-hmm. crash at bedtime if you use that strategic. But sugar causes a greater energy crash and you pay most of the energy that you gained in the morning back later on in the day. And there are just healthier alternatives uh, to creating two dependencies at one time with with sugar and caffeine, you know, lattes are, or it's like those sweetened caffeinated drinks that are honestly uh, delicious. Uh, like the, Red Bull, is that what you I'm, mean? I'm thinking like a Frappuccino. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, those those are a thing too. Yep. Have you ever looked at how much sugar's in it? Oh, a, don't look at that. Yeah, I mean, those are look. supposed to be yeah. fun things. If, if it's your everyday, yeah. you should probably look at the nutritional label. But if it's like a <laughs> an indulgence on yeah. a special occasion or a, I don't know. Everything in moderation, including moderation. Judge judge your habits, not your indulgences, right? Yeah. There's just caffeine as well, Mm -hmm. which is also an option. 
Uh, caffeine pills, if you want to save money on uh, lattes or even coffee, caffeine pills are very, very cheap. It's probably the cheapest caffeine delivery mechanism, but you're also missing out on some of the health benefits. So we're kind of moving up the health spectrum here. Uh, and of course, there's kind of you know the black coffee, the espresso, which has a lot of good antioxidants and um, is healthy for you too. Yeah, I feel like caffeine pills are just such a... I feel like that was a phase where all of the students were drink eating caffeine really? pills. Yeah, this was such a, an exam thing. Everybody was just taking so many caffeine pills before finals. Do not recommend that. Like, Definitely look at how much caffeine is in them because it can be a little unsafe to yeah. eat too many of these caffeine pills. So be mindful of, of how easy it is to ingest a lot of caffeine with caffeine pills yeah. and make sure you read the label because I think... I've seen people overdo it with caffeine pills and yeah. it's not a good sight. So just be careful with, with caffeine pills if you do go that, that route. There is one thing though, one magical substance that is often added to caffeine that calms your mind. Mm-hmm. That's found in green tea. It's found in black tea as well. Mm-hmm. It's found in matcha. That so chemical, tea. yeah, tea, <laughs> uh, caffeinated tea. Then that chemical is called L-theanine. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of the idea that we're getting to in the podcast that if you want lasting energy from caffeine, uh, consuming L theanine at the same time, whether that is embedded in the drink itself, there's also, you can order uh, supplements that are just L theanine that you can take with your morning coffee. Um, it, it's a wonderful, wonderful mechanism that actually causes the energy that is released from caffeine to be more consistent over time. It's been shown to dampen the crash and it cuts that adrenaline and cortisol response. Yes. It's incredible. Oh yeah. And I mean, you'll, you'll notice this. I mean, if you have a cup of green tea versus a cup of coffee, you do mm-hmm. feel different after, right? Yeah. I mean, green tea, you'll feel maybe a little less of the kind of Jittery. I was going to say, like the positive side, you'll feel a little less of the energy boost that you get from a cup of coffee Mm. because there is less caffeine in in tea. Like objectively, there is less tea of caffeine. Unless you drink the quantity that that I do of green tea. Yeah. I mean, Chris drinks (laughs) whole pots of green tea at once. (laughs) This is this is what fuels me. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But you don't have as much of the crash because it does have this this L-theanine, right? So. I mean, I think you will notice if you are just drinking one cup of green tea at a time that it is less of a boost, but it's also less of a crash at the end. So you might Mm -hmm. notice like if you're having your first cup of coffee at 10 a.m. or 11 a.m., I know lots of people have it very early, but try having it a little later, right? Your body naturally has more energy right after you wake up. So if you wait a little longer to have your first kind of consumption of caffeine, it'll actually ride out your kind of biological rhythms, right? And so. that is because, and I'm going off memory, so excuse me for for <laughs> any incorrectness, but I'm, I'm pretty confident in this. It's because our cortisol levels naturally dip at around uh, 10 a.m. or a few hours after we wake up. And so our cortisol levels are quite high uh, right when we wake up. It's what motivates us to get out of bed. Uh, but they dip a little while after that. And so if you, ha- if you actually wait to have your caffeine boost um, a few hours into the day, you kind of level off your cortisol levels, especially if you have something like green tea where that cortisol response is dampened, but it's still present, of course. Yeah. Um, but it's dampened by the L-theanine. Uh, it, you have more consistent energy levels all morning long, and it's, it's a wonderful way. And because there's less caffeine in green tea, you don't feel that crash later on too. 
Oh yeah. No, I've definitely noticed this. So in my, I, I typically start the day with herbal tea. Like there are, I just love tea. So that was, yeah. I think my biggest hang up when, when I was doing the caffeine reset is I genuinely just love tea, especially green tea. So yeah. cutting that out of my life is just not worth the sadness that comes with it. I just love green tea and I also love black tea. So not having tea just sucks. So I love green tea. I love black tea. And so I think this kind of every other day rhythm where I'll have a few cups of green tea on the days that I do have tea or caffeine is perfect, but always starting my day with herbal because I do like to ride out the natural morning rhythm. And then I love that if I have my first cup of green tea, kind of at 9.30 or 10 after I've been up for a couple of hours and I'm really starting to dig into my work. I find that just kind of allows me to have this very level kind of like even amount of energy all morning and it rides through lunch. So, I mean, I think that's, everybody seems to complain about this lunchtime crash. And I notice if I drink a lot of green tea, I don't have that problem. And I love that. Yeah, I can't, I love green tea. And I think being very thoughtful about how I've brought it into my life and caffeine in my life in general has been awesome. I mean, mm-hmm. we did mention we had lattes this morning, but for me, coffee is really something I just do as a social thing. Well, we're drinking uh, green tea oh, yeah. right now. No, but we, this morning we... we went for a nice little walk. We're getting yeah. up really early because we're preparing for our trip to Europe. So yeah. we're trying to get on this time on Europe's time zone. Vacation time, <laughs> baby. Woo. Yeah, very close. But it does mean we were up a little early. So we went for a nice little walk and got yeah. a, a nice latte. But coffee for me is a, I don't really drink coffee, no. but lattes and espresso is a social thing. And a decaf latte. Oh, yeah. Is, you know, th- there still is a bit of caffeine in a decaf latte, but it's, it's a nice little ritual, a, mm-hmm. a reward for the walk, if you will. Yeah. yeah. L-theanine, the magical substance found in some caffeine vehicles that leads to more consistent longer lasting energy. And also one other uh, important thing is that calm component. The the power of calm is something we talk about often on the podcast, maybe occasionally, maybe it'll be (laughs) something we talk about more as time goes on, who knows. But caffeine can make us quite anxious because of that cortisol and that adrenaline response. And so if you have a lot of stress in your life, you probably don't need liquid stress piled on mm-hmm. on top of that. Uh, if you do love that morning coffee, we're not going to tell you how to live your life, obviously. But uh, it, so if you do love that morning coffee ritual um, and you don't want that cortisol and adrenaline response, you can get L-theanine as a supplement, as I've mentioned, that will dampen that adrenaline and that cortisol response. But nothing beats that when L-theanine is embedded within the drink itself mm-hmm. uh, to the proportions that are found in in nature, like uh, with green tea or black tea, uh, wonderful caffeine vehicles. Again, you know, do revisit that caffeine reset episode. Uh, maybe wait until you get the sick when you get a cold or the flu. That's a great time to reset because you'll ascribe any feelings of caffeine withdrawal you have to just a more severe cold or flu. You won't be able to tell the difference. And before you know it, once you feel better, your caffeine tolerance is set. Um, And you can go back to green tea and and enjoy the calm and focus and health Mm -hmm. that it brings. One thing we should probably mention, it does make you feel calm. But that doesn't mean you should drink it at 11 p.m. at yeah. night, right before yeah. bed. Um, it's not going to make you feel that calm. I mean, unless you're one of those people who can drink caffeine right before bed, there are certainly people who who find that. I am not one of them. No, nor am I. Yeah, and if you are also not one of them, maybe just stop drinking caffeine at around noon. 
or one, whenever you decide is before bed. Yeah, usually <laughs> 10 to 14 hours before sleep because uh, uh, it takes our body about that long to metabolize the caffeine out of our system. But caffeine is a weird thing to to do a podcast or write or talk about because everybody is so different. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have these these people who I, I don't understand, these people who can have a coffee after dinner. Oh, I know. It's crazy. And, I, my, I have relatives like this. It's and, crazy. And you ask, <laughs> like, you ask, like, is that caffeinated? And they say yes. Yeah. And they're fine. Maybe their sleep quality is just awful. Oh, I'm going to tell myself that because it would be lovely to have a cup of green tea after bed. But uh, I, yeah, I would be up all night. So If you are one of these people and your sleep quality is very high, I'd actually be uh, curious to hear from you if you do oh, yeah. measure your sleep quality. Yeah, if you measure your sleep quality. I'm sure, I mean, there are definitely people where this this is the case for them. Yeah. Yeah, but again, not all caffeine vehicles are created equal. Uh, some provide more lasting energy. Anything with L-theanine in it, it calms you. It leads to less of a cortisol and adrenaline response. It'll give you more lasting energy, and you can have it in supplement form if you wish. Lovely, good stuff. So well, that was a shorty. Yeah, but good. Yeah, I hopefully, hope so. Hopefully, dense enough. Yeah, for a pod. Less, less uh, meandering and, and banter. What are you trying to say? That sometimes we banter. Very in, um, inconclusive whether or not people like that. Some people love it. <laughs> Some people really hate it. So, yeah. Sorry. Give us your thoughts on banter. Oh, no, I don't want to no. open that, that can of worms. No. I, and I feel like this is every single podcast. They, this is always the divisive issue. It's what? Like people what either love or hate the banter. It's like, you know what? It's a podcast. That's just part of the deal. Yeah. Yeah. You realize we're we're bantering now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Sorry guys. Well, or uh or, or you're welcome. Or you're welcome. I guess. What yeah. can I say except thank you for uh, tuning into another episode of Time and Attention. Time and Attention.fm is where you can find the website uh, for the podcast. You're shaking your head because you know I'm about to complain that this website costs like $100 a year when domain names usually cost about $10 a year to register. Eh, there's uh, like 100% inflation right now. But just, just relax. What? That's Are we true. in a period of hyper... <laughs> no, well, you heard it no, here first no, from, we're the, really uh, not, no. from the chief <laughs> chief economist of time and attention. No, I'm clearly exaggerating. Yes. I think it's around 7% right now. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Uh, That's not nearly 100. Where is it going to go? Oh, I don't know. Okay. Not that kind of economist. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to another one, a shorty, but hopefully a goodie. And we'll see you in a couple Tuesdays. Bye. Bye.